cliffcentral.com. So I'm excited to welcome to the show for the first time in actually quite a few years, uh, Kelly Kumalo. Uh, she's been part of the entertainment industry for the better part of two decades. She's someone who began her debut album TKO, which was released all the year, all those years back to what, 2005. She's since, um, released widely loved and critically acclaimed albums, marks 2022 with a milestone 10th solo offering. And she's got a range of entrepreneurial endeavors too, which are worth discussing her own gin, her own skincare range. She's also featured on shows across networks with her latest project titled Life with Kelly, which is on Showmax and it's currently on the third season. I think the last time we saw her was actually in 22. In fact, I got a picture of it here. Look at this. Oh, wasn't that long ago. Look at this. What a throwback. That's like a good throwback. That's great. Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, uh, it's not it's not too bad and she's got a show that she wants to tell us about it's called from a god to a king at the theater of marcellus which is an emperor's palace and that is happening this coming not this coming saturday next saturday the 18th of february in 2023 so it's a great pleasure to welcome kelly Komalo. how are you gorgeous morning how are you uh, how are you baby <laughs> <laughs> Good, how are you? <laughs> I'm sorry, we had some communications issues just now, but I believe you also had some load shedding. I still do. Oh my god, how irritating! Yeah. It's nice to nice to see you though. You're looking fabulous as always. Oh, thank you. You're being kind. I don't feel fabulous at this point. <laughs> no bullshit. Uh, bullshit. I mean, listen, what you've been through, and I mean, like, listen, you you've been in the entertainment business for as long as me, pretty much, and I've what? I've seen hey, I've seen. Garrett. You are trying What's to that? give away my age to the people. That's not nice. <laughs> hey, it says in it says in your bio almost uh, what two decades of of work. So yeah, I'm giving it away because I mean, listen, if you've been in this business for that long, and you still look as good as you do, you're doing something right. Yeah, I must be doing something right. Thank you so much, Gareth. All right. So first of all, let's just do this because I know that you are here to plug your show, which is happening at the Theater of Marcellus at Emperor's Palace next Saturday. And um, obviously, people are going to want to come to this. You've got thousands of fans all over South Africa, millions maybe. And um, yeah, people have been waiting for you to put out a new album. This is very exciting. This is going to be an exclusive showcase, right? Yes, definitely exclusive, especially for my fans. And also the people that have been waiting for the album. It has taken me almost two years to release this album. It's been a lot of work and I'm still working at it. I'm not done with the visuals yet, which will come out before the end of this month. So the fans can look forward to literally the soundtrack of my life. It's going to be a very interesting thing if it's a soundtrack to your life, because there's a lot of different songs. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) So Kelly, listen, um, there's so much noise always on social media. And I just, I wanted to know right up front, how are you coping with all of this? Because, you know, people are commenting on, you know, baby daddy number three, there's backlash. There are people who love you. There are people who hate you. How do you, how do you feel about this shit when you go online and do you go online? Do you actually have like Twitter on your phone? and I have Instagram and I have TikTok. First of all, I'm not coping, I'm leaving. And I think a lot of you, all of you can see that. And secondly, I actually don't care what people think. I'm happy with my life. I'm happy with my decisions. 
I'm happy with where I am in my life. So literally, I don't care. It's just the noise that really don't affect me anymore. Maybe if this had happened a couple of years ago, where I had not found the woman that I am or not realized my power as an individual, maybe somehow it would have affected me or it would affect me. It doesn't. It's their noise. Let them own it. It has absolutely nothing to do with me. Sure. I love that. What a strong answer. I, I sometimes, uh, I'll be honest with you. I, I sometimes, it gets to me once every, you know, 500 comments or whatever. And I've, I don't have Twitter on my phone. I don't, I don't, and I, I've been called everything. I know you've been called everything as well. I know, Gareth, but this is a person that you don't even know. Why do no. you want a person who doesn't know you to define your day, to define you, to determine how you should and should not feel? Have you ever met any of these trolls who say things about you in person? Has anyone ever had the balls to come up to you in person oh, and actually say had the balls. I wish they would try. Because you, <laughs> you would know what to say to them, right? <laughs> it's not so much about what I would say to them. I'm not well, too much of a talker, really, Gareth. I'm an action person. So what I love is is your... And I've seen a couple of episodes of Life with Kelly, um, which I can't believe is third season already. And you really are like, you're not afraid to let it all hang out. You're not afraid to let everybody into your life. And I know that it's not because it's not because you need the money. You know, a lot of people do, will do whatever they want or whatever they have to do because they just need the money desperately, especially in entertainment in this country. And most people in entertainment in South Africa can't do just one job. They have to do all the jobs because They've got these lifestyles that they're trying to keep up for the public. And yeah, with you, it is a tough industry. But with you, I do get the feeling like you actually are, you're enjoying yourself. You're having a fun time and you kind of let people come along for the ride. If you want to watch this, you want to be a part of my life. This is about as good as it gets in terms of reality TV. And exactly. But it is, um, um, uh, um, Gareth, I'm not trying to put up, put up a front or to please people because of money. I actually, I'm actually one person who doesn't care about money or positions. I care about character. I care about my well-being. I care about being happy. So being in a reality show has allowed me to literally reflect on my life, on the things that I like, on the things that I don't like, and the things that I would like to change. So this is my ride, and they are fortunate enough to be part of it. You know, your um, your life is also, there's been ups and downs, and we've all been part of that too. Um, it's, been, it's been incredible to kind of watch you come back from some really, really ugly things. People have called you terrible names, and I know you've already addressed the fact that you don't care about what, what strangers think of you. But it is also difficult to figure out who your friends and your, your enemies are. Do you have real friends? I mean, do you have a, a group of people who you are super close to, who tell you when you're out of line, who tell you when you're a bit full of yourself, who will be there to support you when like shit's going down? Do you have a, a, a crew? I do have my people. However, like you said earlier, it's quite hard to see who the real ones are. And it, it takes a lot of, you know, discernment and also it takes you having to know who you are so that you are able to detach from things that don't resemble who you are so in this industry it's quite tough so i'm blessed enough to have a few i've lost friends uh gareth mm -hmm. to be quite with you simply because we are no longer 
you know, pulling the same direction and we don't want the same things in life and there's no beef whatsoever, but it's just us growing apart, you know. And 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 I'm blessed to say that I have people that really care about me. I have my family and I have, you know, a couple of friends, handful kind of friends that are really there that I, I – genuine for now i don't know what the future holds and if they do change i literally would not hold it again it's a journey it's also hard to be friends with someone who's in the public eye because sometimes you get dragged into it so mm-hmm. and family and family right i mean you've got kids yeah. and i'm i'm sure with you your primary concern is your kids and Absolutely. And I'm sure your kids have taught you some things. What if your kids said to you or one of your kids said to you one day, mom, I really want to be in entertainment like you. Would you be happy with that decision, knowing what you know about the entertainment business in South Africa? Uh, it's not just in South Africa, in the world. I mean, South Africa is its a tip of an iceberg. I mean, you should mm. see. No, you've seen what happens to the stars overseas across the globe. So I would not stand in their way if, if it's it's their calling. I'll definitely support them. However, I would teach them the things that I've learned in the industry, the things that have helped me survive in the industry. Also, the importance of boundaries. Because once you get at the top, you feel like, no, you need to overshare. You need to let people into your life. There's just certain things that you need to keep to yourself. So where, where do you draw that line? And, and imagine like where your kids now and, and what, what are those really tough lessons? Because, I mean, you're, you do have a unique experience in, in South Africa. You talk about how this is a thing all over the world. But I, I, I've, seen, I've, seen people say, I've seen people say the most appalling things about you. Like it's just, I must come from jealousy and shit, but I've seen like people say you're a witch and you've got like muti and like, like insane shit, especially during that whole thing with Senzo. You took such heat from people and you still are in some ways. Um, it's, how do you, how do you teach your kids I've about left, that? I've left all of that behind. Like I said earlier, I've moved on. If they would like to remain in the past, good for them. Um, that was my journey. I endured the pain. I've dealt with it. I have accepted it and I've moved on. So if they would like to dwell in that, that's their problem. But one thing that I will not allow is the world to steal my joy and my peace that I have earned throughout the years that I so deserve right now. So at this point, it's not so much about what people say and what people think and I've, I've crossed that bridge, eh? All right. I know you have, but I, I'm curious about what you think the psychology of some people is because there seems to be, like in the media business, it, there's, there's a lot of jealousy of people who've done well. There seems to be, and I had this conversation years ago with, with when I was on Idols with Unati and Somizi, right? And it seems to be like a, a weird thing, especially like those Sunday paper type people. You know the mm-hmm. ones that I'm talking Mm. who are digging around in people's trash who are like yeah. taking taking photographs of people when they are being you know they, they they've gone to the police because they've been domestically and, abused and it's like they're waiting for you to fail they can't wait yes. for you to fail i think it's broken people it's hurt people i mean there's a saying that says hurt people hurt people and mm-hmm. also i think when you rise above everything and you make the best of, of, of your life, 
people, those people who are down there, you become a constant reminder of what they are failing to do with their lives. And therefore, instead of learning from you, they try to pull you back to where you are. Because how dare you try and be that when I am struggling? How dare you prove that it is possible to do this in spite or despite of everything that could be thrown at you? It's pure jealousy, but more than anything, it's brokenness. Wow. I think that's probably going to ring true for lots of people. And it's going to hurt some people's feelings quite badly. Because as you say, there are... So that they can change. (laughs) <laughs> love that all right so listen one thing i know about you is despite all of these trials and tribulations you you're a very uh, religious person and yeah. you know you you obviously you include that as a massive part of your life even in your in your music you you also tend to you know you're very open about the fact that this is a this is a major part of who you believe you are and how the world works and how the universe is built what to you is what what is the most important thing about religion and 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 what do you think about your faith has has empowered you and made you stronger i think for me it's not so much about religion because i think religion puts you in the in a box i don't want to be boxed i'm a spiritual mm. person such that you will find me in hindu church you will find me in buddhism church you'll find me chanting with the sangomas you'll find me with Christians worshipping simply because I believe that I'm the child of the universe and there's so many sides to me that need that nurturing from all different types of spirituality outside of the dark spirituality. So spirituality has shaped me, not only that, but it has also helped me to survive everything that that was set to destroy me. If I was not strongly anchored in my spirituality, I don't think I'd be sitting here and having a chat with you. I probably, I probably would have had like a nervous breakdown. I would have lost my mind simply because I wouldn't have known who I am and the power that I possess simply just by plugging into the power of the universe. Yeah, that's, <clears throat> that sounds to me like, like you know, the kind of open, open-minded spirituality that some people just, they, they're not willing to accept that either. That's also a problem to some people. Now, what about the music in this show? You said it's like the soundtrack to your life. So give us a little bit of insight into how you how you decided to put this together because there would be songs about the pain and about the difficulty, but there'd also be songs about the joy that you spoke about, right? I mean, there's a song that is about the joy. There's a couple of them. I think there's two love songs. And as South Africa knows that I'm a girl who loves love. I believe in love and I think I'll forever believe in love. And I strongly believe that we were created by love for love. So there's this song that's dropping next week. It's called Mina Now. It's me and you. You know Zulu. Mm-hmm. It talks about a beautiful love story of two people that have gone through so much together. And they are willing to stick by each other until the ends of time. And I think I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, you know what? I am happy. I'm blossoming. I, I'm glowing. And I found that person that truly is that person that I want to go through the ups and downs of life with. So it's not so much about the pain, but it's also about celebrating the beauty of love. 
the beauty of being alive, the beauty of being blessed by with a partner that is able to, you know, love you as you are with all that you've been through and they're willing to look past your scars and all of that. And music is just like one of the greatest ways to express yourself and for other people to really get to know you. In fact, it's probably more intimate than if, if you sat and spoke to people for three hours, right? Yes. So tell me, um, because there are lots of people with comments and questions in here. I'm going to give some of those to you in a moment. But over the years, how have you seen the music business change? Because when when you started off, what was that, like 2005, I think I said, with TKO, right? Yeah. Um, the music business was a whole different universe then. And it was easier to sell the music. Um, now, it all, it all comes down to performances, right? And, and you, it's probably tougher than ever because you have to, you have to get the YouTube hits. I mean, I see this, this number and just tell me if this is right. Apparently you've garnered like more than 138 million streams over your <laughs> career on the internet. Is that right? Or is that just something that the PR people made up? Because it sounds no, amazing. it's not like, you know, I am like the ancestor of the industry right now. So those numbers make sense. <laughs> <laughs> and I've made good music, really good music. And when I look back, well, I could have done more, Gareth, you know, I could have done more, but I'm happy with what I've done with it's It's been how many? Seven albums. And this one uh, from a God to a King is my eighth one. So for seven albums in South Africa, I mean, a South African artist, I think I've done very well for myself and still be oh, relevant. Yes. Oh, so, yes. You know, actually, do you feel do you feel pressure? I mean, when people say, you know, you use the word relevant now, and and people use that word, they don't actually know what it means when they haven't been in the business. I mean, we talk about Madonna quite a lot on this show because she's been making a you know <laughs> making a bit of noise lately, and people yeah. are talking about her and how she doesn't even look like Madonna anymore, and maybe she she should calm down. <laughs> Why does she look like it? <laughs> no, you still look like Ke- what are you talking about? You look amazing. Um, Making sure, you know, um, I think being an ancestor has a tendency of, uh, especially <laughs> the word relevance. I think that word is highly dangerous because people don't maybe understand the meaning of it. Once you hear the word relevant, you want to look like what's happening now. You want to change how you look. You want to change how you sound. And therefore, you are no longer true to yourself which is quite dangerous. So hence I'm asking, do I still look like myself? Am I still on the right track? Because the main important thing here is to be true to yourself, which I think is one tool that has helped me remain relevant in the industry. Well, I mean, how, how am I looking? Are you? Are, do I look much older than the last time I spoke to you? <laughs> Let me take a good look. <laughs> you still look amazing, Karen. I'll give you, I'll give you a close-up. Here we go. <laughs> Oh my God! You haven't aged one bit. No, uh, it's yeah, it's because I'm I'm. You said you're an ancestor. I'm Umtagati, so that's my that's my secret. No, it's for you. Umtagatis get aged very quickly. Uh, no, no, okay, I'm kidding. I promise, I'm kidding. So quickly, if if you had to tell people because you already you share so much of your life, but if if you had to say to me what the best thing is about being Kelly Kumalo. What would you say that is like when you wake up in the morning? Cause you strike me as a sort of person and you happy to be you. I mean, first of all, anyone who can look as fresh as you do at seven o'clock in the morning 
I mean, ask Simpiwe. We wake up like every day at this uh, early hour, and it's just terrible. It's not great. You look fantastic. Now, first of all, I, I imagine you're going up to the mirror, and you think, yeah, this is good. This is, this is a good way to start my day. Listen, um, I said all the time. I think one thing about me is that I love taking good care of me. It matters how I look. It matters how I feel. So if there's something that uh, I'm not happy about, I change. If there's something that... Um, what are we talking about here? Like going for skin treatments and hair, or are we talking about like plastic surgery? Everything. I take my injections. I take my vitamins. I, I still okay. go to the gym, by the way. So yeah. those are the, even with outfits... I don't just get dressed for the sake of getting dressed or for the sake of covering my body. It's all about, do I look good? Am I happy? Is this the image I want to present uh, to the public? So it's very important. I noticed that tattoo. Have you got a bunch of them or is it just that one? I have a bunch of them. Oh, okay. Uh, how many altogether? <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking how many? Come on, tell me the number. <laughs> I think 14. Wow. Okay. I want more, by the way. Are there any tattoos that only a few people have seen because they're in very, very interesting places? Well, not necessarily. When I was 21, I got myself a tramp stamp, which I did <laughs> not know was a tramp stamp. <laughs> Thank what God. Is that? Right your ass. It's no longer on your back. It's on your thigh now. So I'm on the Okay. We can't call it a tramp stamp anymore. Good. Okay. So what's the worst thing about being Kelly Kumalo? What's what like, because I know you mustn't give me one of those spiritual answers of like, oh, no, I'm very in touch with myself because no, on a good day, on a good worry. day. But however, I'm a Scorpio. I tell it like it is. Um, All right. I think the worst thing about being me is the fact that I always expect more from me. So I think I'm the worst enemy. I'm never happy with anything. Like I always want to do more. Even if it's enough, I look at it and I'm like, no, Kelly, more. And sometimes it's not necessary because what it does, it robs me uh, uh, of actually enjoying the beauty of who I am now and what I have now because I'm always looking into the future, what I yeah. can do, what I can change and then miss out in the present. Someone told me the other day, in fact, it could even have been uh, we've got a psychologist called Dr. Hanan who's on once a week with us and he, I think it was him, someone said to me if you spend 60% of your time in the present, you will be a happy person. If you Absolutely. spend if you Absolutely. spend more if you spend more than 20% in the future, you'll have anxiety. So you must only do 20% into the future. And if you spend more than, more than 20% in the past, you'll be depressed. So you must never do more than 20% in the past. So the majority of the time, you must be here in the now. Um, and I think and that's I've probably... a book called The Power of Now. So oh, yeah? I revisit the, yes, I revisit the book every now and then because I tend to travel quite a lot. So I'm always in the future. What can I do? What would happen if this happens? And yesterday, just yesterday, as, as I was going down the staircase, I'm like, no, Kelly, you need to embrace the power of now. So you can't change anything about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Focus on the now. 
So I'm realigning and relearning how to focus on the now and just embracing the beauty of the now. Let me just compliment you quickly because you have this energy that is just undefeated. There's something about you that I, fi- I think this is the reason that, that you are as famous and you're as successful as you are is no matter what the world is thrown at you and a lot of stuff that happens to all of us isn't necessarily stuff that we would have wanted for ourselves. Right. But it seems to me like you just get up and you just go again. And whether people are able to do that themselves or not, when they see it in someone else, it does one of two things. It either inspires you and you go, wow, look at what Kelly did after all of these things that have happened to her. And she just got up, went at it again, got in the ring again, stood up, took another punch, got up, gave one back, you know, those kinds of things. It's either inspiring or those people become very bitter about the fact that they don't have that strength in them. And yeah. you just, you, I think you're, a, you're like a lightning rod for some of this stuff. <laughs> thank you. Um, phew, thank you, Gareth. And I, 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 I mean, I've thought about this a couple of times in my life where I'm like, how am I not able to give up when literally the world is against me? However, I don't know any other way. Um, yeah. The only thing I know is to rise up and get in the ring and throw in my best punch. That's who I am. Even when I try to talk myself out of it, I can't. There is no part of me that wants to give up. It's not in me. I've tried a couple of times to say, you know what? It's enough <laughs> now. I mean, I'm, I mean, a human can only take so much. Kelly, it's okay to actually not get back in the ring. But nothing in my body or in my DNA allows me to actually give up. It's not in me. It's not who I am. Um, do you think, because you talk about the ancestors, do, do you think that there are actual Kumalo ancestors of yours who've, who've made you like this? Do you think that there's a story? I mean, you must know something about your, your family story. And, you know, yeah. being, Zulu, being Zulu, that's okay. like number one. Everybody has to know their family story. So what do you know here? I mean, we've got Simpiwem Tatwa here. She's also Zulu. So we, what, do you, what, do you think, what do you think that plays a role? Um, it does. It does. I mean, the people before me were fighters, especially my grandmother. And who is like one of the strongest ancestors I have. And also from my father's side, which is my grandfather, a very strong, you know, ancestor I have. I have quite a clan of people who were fighters. And I think I get that spirit from them. And they want me to go beyond what they did while they were still alive. And I'm grateful to have that kind of spirit. So I would say that my ancestors have played quite a role. But the biggest, I think, power that propels me to be the way that I am, I think it's God himself who says, no, we are not failures. We are royal children. We come out at the top all the time, no matter how many times we fall. I love that. Simpiwe, I've hardly given you a chance here. I'm sorry. No I mean, problem. this is, this, <laughs> I have, I have, but it, you know what happens is like, I haven't seen you in a while and there's so much to catch up on and then I just get carried away. So sorry, Simpiwe, what do you, 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 you what do you want to ask Kelly? I mean, you, you go ahead. The floor is yours. 
Well, with everything that you've shared, I think I'm quite curious to find out, like, what is the season of your life called? Because you've been through so many highs and lows and nice. you're about to enter a new, like, season, you know, with the show and, you know, with, with your relationship or, you know, the baby on the way. So what is the season of your life called now? Contentment. Ooh. Contentment. Love it. Yeah. Listen, baby, it's so good to see you. Come and visit us in person, please. Um, I would uh, love to, if it wasn't so early and my yeah, well, I'll, I'll, next time, next time, I'll tell you what we'll do. Next time we do a, a pre-record and we, you come and have, and we have, when you're not pregnant, we have a drink. Okay. That's what we'll do. <laughs> yes. I can't wait. Thank you so much, you guys. This is so, right. this is so beautiful. Love you lots. Be good. Love you. Bye. Bye. There's Kelly Kumalo, everybody. What a, what a class act. Cliffcentral.com.